Live from Limerick Park, USA, I'm Tavis Smiley, and you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. So glad to see you and me back in stride again. Our phone number, 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. All of our socials can be found at KBLA 1580. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, everything at KBLA 1580. Let me also invite you right now to download our app at KBLA 1580. Download the app and listen to us live anywhere in the world but only by downloading our app right now at KBLA 1580. Should you miss us any day in real time, check out the podcast of our program by going to the app, the website, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, so many places to get the podcast and listen at your leisure should you miss us any day in real time. But I am delighted to have you along live with us today for the next three hours. You can also watch the live stream of this program by tapping on the KBLA TV icon on our app or by going to our YouTube channel. And let me invite you to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Tavis Smiley and get Twitter updates at Tavis Smiley. Another great show on tap for you today in our second hour. I think it's fair to say that most of us believe that our choices, our decisions and actions are self-determined. They are rooted in our individual autonomy. But is it really that simple? Are our choices truly our own or are they predetermined by certain factors beyond our control? And how does the notion then of free will impact our understanding of moral responsibility? I expect a deeply insightful conversation with LSU professor Kevin Levy in hour two. In our third hour, two conversations. Up first, we'll speak with Laura Marquez Brown about the impact of ecological trauma on black and brown folk and what impact that trauma has on our relationship or lack thereof with nature and the outdoors. On the B side of our three, imagine traveling through six of the seven continents, singing with Michael Jackson, Elton John, Tina Turner, Diana Ross, Q, Quincy Jones, and a who's who of other music luminaries, and then raising three young Grammy-nominated artists of your own. Such is the life of one Jackie Goucher, who joins us on the backside of our three to talk about raising kings. But we commence today's show talking politics with a Daily Beast columnist, author, and recovering attorney, Wahajat Ali. Wahajat, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hello, sir. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. It's good to have you on, Wahajat. Uh, 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 and uh, let me, I'm looking at all this stuff in front of me, <laughs> trying to figure out where I want to start. I think I want to start with this because this is. Um, uh, breaking news. Uh, CNN has obtained a tape. Uh, Got to give them attribution here. CNN has obtained a tape of Trump's 2021 conversation talking uh, uh, about these classified documents. Now, you've heard me talk about it. You've heard everybody else talk about it. I suspect uh, that Trump has bragged about uh, uh, talking about uh, classified documents. And then he backed that up uh, a number of different times. One of the times he backed it up, one of the ways in which he backed it up was to say, ah, oh, no, I was just talking about news clippings. I really wasn't talking about classified documents. I was really just talking about news clippings. Ah, okay. Now CNN has obtained a tape of Trump in 2021, indeed talking about classified documents. It is hard to imagine when you hear this tape, which I'm about to play for you, it's hard to imagine when you hear this tape um, that Trump could deny that he, in fact, got caught red handed talking about bragging about having access with just random people <laughs> at a table in New Jersey at his golf club. Random folk talking about uh, uh, these uh, classified documents. So just take a listen for yourself. 
These are bad, sick people. That, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying right. to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack and... Hillary would print that out all the time, you know. <laughs> send it, email. No, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> And you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He said the papers. Pretty, oh, this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. It. Now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah. Now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. And you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's you. incredible, right? No, they, hey, bring they some, uh, bring some cokes in, please. We will talk to <laughs> with Jahat Ali in just a moment, but it is hard to imagine. I wanted you to hear for yourself. Hard to imagine anything more self-incriminating than that one clip, and you better believe the government has a whole lot more than that. But that's just one audio tape of him. You heard him uh, flipping the pages and opening the file and saying this is uh, classified, this is top secret, and you hear people just laughing around the table. Um, this is uh, our former president uh, literally entertaining people with classified information. Uh, again, hard to imagine anything more self-incriminating than that, but I'm not the recovering attorney what Jahat Ali is. <laughs> He's a columnist for the Daily Beast. We'll get his thoughts about that and a great more. Glad to have him for the hour. Glad to have you for the hour. June continues. We're just in hour one. It's going to be a, a hot show today, starting with this hot tape uh, from Donald Trump bragging about these uh, classified documents at his golf club in New Jersey. Uh, in case you've just tuned in, you missed it. Maybe we'll get a chance to play it again. But it is, uh, it's arresting uh, to hear. Uh, our former president, uh, uh, 45, as some of you call him, uh, just uh, entertaining people with classified uh, U.S. intel. I bring into the conversation now uh, uh, columnist, uh, author, uh, Daily Beast columnist, recovering attorney, as he puts it, uh, Wajahat Ali. Wajahat, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing well, sir. A lot of news. We we got we we're talking on a juicy day. <laughs> it is a juicy it is a juicy day, as you well know. In our business, it's either feast or famine, uh, and some days <laughs> there's just too much stuff to get to. So let me just uh, move through this hour as swiftly as I can, but not before we slow it down a bit uh, and take some time to unpack that audio tape that I just played. I don't need to color this much more for you. Take it away, Wajahat. 
So you don't have to be a lawyer, a recovering lawyer, or an expert to know that if you are, oh, I don't know, poor or middle class, and especially black and brown, and they have you dead to rights on tape admitting to a crime that you're accused of, what happens, Tavis? Yeah, yeah, you get that. They throw the book at you. They, they lock you. They, they throw you under the jail. Yeah. <laughs> they throw you, yeah, throw you under the jail, and the jail reverses, and the jail then forwards the bus over you, right? Yeah. So here we have <laughs> Donald Trump, uh, a rich white man, who has been uh, protected from by with privilege his entire life, who we have on tape openly bragging that he has a classified secret documents, right, that he shouldn't have, contradicting himself literally based on the interview he did with Brett Baer on Fox News, right, like I think, what, was it, a week ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, a man who's charged with multiple counts uh, of taking these secret documents that have compromised U.S. national security and also the security of our allies, which led to the FBI last year finally raiding Mar-a-Lago based on a legal search warrant. They retrieved all these documents, and this is the first uh, president of the United States of America, former president, to be twice impeached and twice indicted. Because let's not forget, recently, uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg of New York also indicted him on on nearly uh, Mm -hmm. three dozen charges uh, in his role uh, in the crime of paying hush money to Stormy Daniels, his bagman at that time, Michael Cohen, was the guy who went to jail for this, right? He was convicted and sentenced, and he said, oh, yeah, I did it for Donald Trump. And so you're just sitting there wondering, here's the guy on tape literally admitting to the crime. This is a prosecutor's wet dream. It's a slam dunk. And will Donald Trump be above the law, Tavis? That, that's the question. Will he be above the law? And the one last thing I'll throw in there, because I know there's a fire hose of illegal stuff that Donald Trump does, we also have him on tape literally asking the Georgia Secretary of State to find him the votes to win Georgia. So he's he's meddling in Georgia, and we have, thank God, uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis in Georgia hot on the trail of that. But you got, like, three instances of him on tape admitting to the crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, um, what do you think his retort will be? I have not had a chance this morning... Uh, to uh, see what he said on Truth Social. We should look, J.D., to see if the former president uh, has said anything as yet. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining, uh, when I heard that tape uh, late last night, early this morning, I started thinking uh, with Jahad about uh, about what his response is going to be. He always has some response. You can trust and believe that there will be a response to this. He's not going to say, okay, you caught me. That's not going to happen. We know that. Um, my, my, my sense is he goes back, he falls back on the argument he made, he's made heretofore, that while on the tape he says these are secret documents, um, I, as president, had the right to declassify these documents. Uh, that's my only argument, the only argument I can think of that he makes is that, yeah, you heard the tape, uh, unless he wants to say it wasn't him on the tape. He could always say it wasn't me, right? That's one option. But the I other, didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, that wasn't me. I don't know what y'all heard. That wasn't me. That was somebody, in, it, that was somebody impersonating me. It wasn't me. <laughs> and that kind of argument is not, you know, is not, you know, something that Donald Trump wouldn't reach for, it seems to me, as insane as he is. But it seems to me what we're going to hear from him when he does speak, if he hasn't already, again, we're checking right now, uh, is he has spoken. Uh, they're going to bring me the thing. Let me tell you what Donald Trump has said so far. Let me hold on there. Let me just hold tight. Oh, go ahead. Hold oh. tight. Hold yeah, tight. Yeah, sure. Uh, digging into. Um, all right, here's what Donald Trump has said. Um, the deranged special prosecutor Jack Smith, working in conjunction with the DOJ and the FBI, illegally leaked and spun a tape 
and transcript of me, which is actually an exoneration <laughs> rather than what they would have you believe, he wrote. This continuing witch hunt is another election interference scam. They are cheaters and thugs. I'll read it once again. The deranged special prosecutor, Jack Smith, working in conjunction with the DOJ and the FBI, illegally leaked and spun a tape and transcript of me, which is actually an exoneration rather than what they would have you believe. This continuing witch hunt is another election interference scam they are cheaters and thugs. There you have it. As I mentioned, uh, he, uh, I, I knew there'd be some response, number one. So apparently, um, uh, with Jihad, he's not saying it wasn't him, but he is saying what he just said. And what do you make of what he just said? Yeah, it's a classic trope of fascists and authoritarians, and it's been very successful. And unfortunately, Tavis, uh, he has the entire Republican Party and the right-wing media doing his bidding for him, right? So first and foremost, it's don't believe your lying eyes and your lying ears. Who will you believe, your ears uh, and your eyes or me? And he's saying, believe me. Secondly, what they've been doing for the past several years is anybody who's against Trump, and you can replace Trump with any authoritarian or fascist, is the enemy of you. Mm -hmm. I am your voice. I am your anger. I am your representative. They hate you, which is why they hate me. Who is they? The deep state, which is an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, right? The groomers, uh, law enforcement, media, anybody and everybody who attacks me is a part of they and them who also hates you. So who are you going to believe? The folks that for the past seven years I have unleashed my, my MAGA mob on to discredit, to humiliate, to debase? Or you believe me, your leader. And then the third thing is, what about ism? He's going to flip it, and they've already done this. What about Hillary? Mm -hmm. What about Joe Biden? And since last night, right-wing media, I don't know if you've been following on social media, has been desperate to spin this, and, and they're, they're promoting some clip of Biden. And they're saying, see, see, Biden did the same thing, which he did not, folks. So that's what they're doing. It's so what about ism? Uh, who are you going to believe, uh, me or the, the, the deep state? And what crime? There's no crime. Look. I'm the president. I can declassify. That's what I said, which is exactly what he did on Brett Baer, Brett Baer's show when Brett Baer, in a rare instance of Fox actually being a journalistic entity, confronted Donald Trump. And the sad part is, Tavis, when you have a MAGA cult, and this is what people have to realize. I've been saying this for a couple of years. I said the GOP under Trump will radicalize and weaponize into an anti-democratic movement. And a lot of folks right here in D.C. and Virginia who are paid to be wrong said, Wajahat, you're being extreme. You're being crazy. And I, and I said, my batting average is very good. Maybe you're wrong. And they said, no, no, the adults in the room will take over. And I said, you're not paying attention to the reality in front of us. They said, no, no, when Trump loses, the, the adults in the room will moderate the party. I said, that's gone. Trumpism is the virus that has infected the entire party. It's like herpes. And now you're seeing the entire conservative movement in lockstep behind them and his ratings and his popularity with that movement Tavis, after all this, have gone up. Yeah. Um, let me let me come back to the statement from from Trump. Um, and he says that uh, this illegally leaked and spun tape and transcript of me is actually an exoneration rather than what <laughs> they would have you believe. In what world is what we just heard an exoneration of the charges being brought by Jack Smith? It isn't. It, it, I mean, it like, and I go back full circle to how we started. Uh, if any other American, especially if you're poor, especially if you're brown and black, especially if you are not protected by wealth, celebrity, fame, and, and a cult, 
the prosecutor would have you dead to rights. This is a prosecutor's wet dream. Donald Trump's attorneys must be like the most frustrated people on earth, and this is why nobody wants to retain him, is because the man goes out and openly confesses his crimes, Tavis. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, it's like you have the right to remain silent. Like, I hate to be like, you know, I want to be like almost as lawyer. Use it. Bro, you don't Use have to it. Talk. Use it. Yeah. yeah. You have the don't right. Talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't post anything on Truth Social. Just keep your mouth shut. Go golf. Uh, but he can't help it, right? It's his ego. It's his narcissism. So literally, you have him on tape again, admitting to crimes. This is this is him literally admitting to what he allegedly has done, which Jack Smith is, you know, uh, is the investigator, and a grand jury of his peers brought forth this multi-count indictment, uh, and he knows that he took these classified documents. He knows that he took these secret documents. These are the documents that. Law enforcement asked him multiple times, Travis. It wasn't like they went and did a gotcha. They were very patient with him. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can you please check again? Uh, we haven't gotten all the boxes. Uh, I think you might be holding on to something. And he lied to law enforcement, kept these boxes, kept these documents. And here's a secret document. This is what the really scary part is, folks. He's just casually sharing this deep, like, important national security document with some random, like, like, like Joe's. In Bedminster, mm-hmm. who else has he shared this with? And the last thing I'll say is it really, what's really frightening about this is we know that the Trump presidency is a quid pro quo presidency. Who did he sell this to? Who did he give this to? Can you imagine him making a call to, I don't know, let's just say MBS of Saudi Arabia. I've got some great documents. You want to know how to attack Iran? <laughs> well, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would only add to your random Joes. It was random Joes and Janes. Have you heard the voices on that oh, tape? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Janes. She yeah. was giggling and giggling. Yeah, they were, all the giggling. Yeah, there were Joes and Janes around that table, apparently. But here's the thing. Uh, let me just let me just press you on this. CNN got this tape from somewhere. And obviously, they're never going to tell us where they got this tape or how they got this tape. They have a right to, you know, First Amendment, they have a right to, to publish it. We see uh, stuff come out every day with unnamed sources in the New York Times and everywhere else. So CNN got this tape from somewhere. Here's my point. Trump argues in his post that this continuing witch hunt is another election interference scam. They are cheaters and thugs. It is not hard for me to imagine that Trump makes the case and makes the case well to his followers, to his wing of the GOP. This is what I've been telling you. They are so desperate to get me that the government in this case is leaking documents against me. That argument does hunt, it seems to me, with Jahat, with his audience. Yes, and this is exactly right, and I'm glad you're pointing it out, is that the audience is the right-wing ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And for that audience, this works. And this is what people need to realize. We're, we're now, what, year seven into, the, into Trump, maybe year eight, if you take it back to 2015, when he descended the golden staircase that wasn't gold, made of brass, and he mocked Mexicans. <laughs> um, you are dealing with, and people don't like hearing this, but I've been studying this for a while. I would say, based on all the data and polls that keep coming out, that we have lost about 30% of America. 30% of America lives in Earth 2. They believe that Donald Trump won the election. They believe that it was a deep state plot uh, to go after him. They believe that uh, Fauci is a villain. They're now anti-vax. Right. They're perfectly fine with banning books. And they think that the rest of us and everybody who's against Trump is part of this anti-Semitic global deep state conspiracy where we are secretly uh, pederasts and child sex traffickers and groomers. And as such, when they hear that, they say, you know what, we have to take our country back. 
So when he has he when he has kind of radicalized them through seven years of conspiracy theories and lies and, and faux outrage, what can he do? He has his own mob, which, as we saw, he unleashed on January 6, 2021. And thankfully, 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 the institutions that we have were robust enough at the time, Tavis, to hold them off. What did he tell Proud Boys at the presidential debate with Biden when he was given a softball down the middle to condemn white nationalism? Mm -hmm. He didn't condemn white nationalism. You know what he said? Stand back and stand by. Mm -hmm. And they paid attention. And this movement has not de-radicalized, folks. Like I said, they have radicalized and weaponized, and they've doubled down on all these conspiracy theories. So what's going to happen when he incites them again? Or if he actually gets prosecuted, well, he's being prosecuted, if he actually gets um, sentenced and convicted, which, you know, and I hate to pour cold water. People think I'm too cynical. I don't think the dude's spending a night in jail. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. After news, traffic and sports, we'll come right back to that point. Uh, and I'm not sure I necessarily disagree uh, with Jihad, uh, 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 Jihad on that point, that he might not ever spend the night in prison. Um, but um, I also want to talk again when we come forward about the leaking of this tape. CNN got this tape from somewhere. And it's fun for us to talk about on talk radio. It gives us fodder to dig into. But there's another side of this. And if this keeps happening to him and he keeps uh, arguing that they're after him, this plays very well to his base. That is problematic. Don't laugh too hard. It's problematic. More about it when we come forward on KBLA Talk. It's called Brighter Day. Not sure there's a brighter day in the future for Donald Trump, given this tape that has now been released. CNN got the exclusive. Uh, let me just get Miles to, uh, in 30 seconds here, just kind of tee it up again for you in case you missed it at the top of the hour before I get back to, I guess, uh, Wajahat Ali, uh, columns for the Daily Beast. We're going to play this tape for you again in case you missed it at the top of the hour. But Donald Trump has gotten caught on tape. We were told that this audio existed. It is now out. Uh, and uh, Wajahat and I are going to talk in just a moment here again um, about what this actually means. It's, 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 on the one hand, pretty clear that Trump has gotten caught red-handed. It's audio, uh, no different than the audio we discussed on this program and on this station for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, months ago, when the audio tape leaked of those council members here in Los Angeles, uh, those Latino council members, uh, Nuri Martinez and Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon, got caught on tape along with Ron Herrera, the labor leader, uh, and that uh, caused Nuri Martinez to be run out of City Hall. Gil Cedillo had already been uh, uh, had already lost his election. He eventually left City Hall. Ron Herrera gave up his uh, top labor position. Kevin DeLeon still hanging on. But that tape uh, just uh, exposed them for who they are. Uh, this tape exposes Donald Trump, but they aren't old white men who are wealthy and former presidents. Uh, we'll get back to Wajahat's point in a moment uh, about whether or not Donald Trump will ever spend a night behind jail. But this is the tape that's out now. These are bad, sick people. That, but, was, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the like beginning. Like when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were All trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying to overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. 
pages long. Wait a minute, let's see here. Oh <laughs> I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack, and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know, <laughs> private email. No, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner, yeah, yeah. the pervert. Um, print. By the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He's in the papers. Wow. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably, right? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a, a yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. it. Now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so, I'm, look, we here and I have a, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's you. It's incredible. Right? No, they, hey, bring some, uh, some cokes in, please. Um, the more you listen to that, the more you hear it. You have to listen to it a few times. Uh, let me just point uh, out a few things that uh, you hear when you listen to that more carefully. At the very end, he says, can you bring out some cokes, please? Uh, he's asking somebody to bring out some cokes. It's just a, a romping good time they are having listening to these, uh, reading these classified documents. Can you bring out some cokes, please? <laughs> then, 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 then you heard him say, as president, this, now this is damning here, Wajahat Ali, you hear him say, as president, I could have declassified these documents. Now, I cannot. You hear him say that. As president, I could have declassified these documents. Now, I cannot. It seems to me that that, 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 uh, that pardon the pun, that trumps the argument he's made that these documents are, in fact, declassified. They're not. He acknowledges yeah, that even on the rights. exactly. He's acknowledging on the tape that they're not declassified. As president, I could have, but now I can't. You hear him say that these documents are highly confidential; they're secret. You hear him say that they're highly confidential; they're secret. You, of course, hear him joking about Hillary Clinton and all the giggles with the jokes about Hillary. Um, and yet, with all of that, with Jahat, I still come back to my point. That Trump will make the argument, he will make it well, he will make it credibly, putting that in air quotes, he'll make it credibly to his following that this is just more evidence that he is being targeted. Your thoughts? Well, you're absolutely correct, and he's already done that because we read out his Truth Social post uh, earlier in the show. But this is where you're getting at, right? And I just want to connect the dots for folks. And I'm going to use a word which is going to be but funky, but just give me a moment. It's an example of stochastic terrorism, stochastic terrorism. Now, what does that mean? It means when usually mass media of targets or focuses on one person or institution repeatedly, it leads to random but statistically probable acts of violence. So that's what's going to happen. Violence, destabilization. Here's an example. When there was a raid, the FBI raid that got all this uh, documents from Mar-a-Lago, right then, he did the same exact thing. He discredited law enforcement, referred to it as a deep state conspiracy, says me versus them. People forget this. You know what happened, Tavis? One of his followers tried to attack the FBI office in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. probably won the Darwin Award and got killed. All right, look what happened on January 6th, a violent insurrection that thankfully failed. Look at the attacks against, wait for it, CNN. 
Remember that guy, Caesar Sayoc, who mm-hmm. is in jail right now, and he had a, like a kill list, and all of them were uh, Trump's enemies, and included him sending pipe bombs to CNN, and he said, I got radicalized by Fox News uh, and right-wing media. Uh, the attacks on poll workers, the attacks on educators, the attacks on law enforcement, the attacks on Democratic uh, uh, politicians. Nancy Pelosi, thankfully, wasn't home. Her husband was. He almost got killed. So what we're seeing is the... Uh, a radicalized and weaponized right-wing mob, followers of Trump, who have been primed now, thanks to these uh, conspiracy theories, to take back this country by any violent means necessary. And that's the scary part, and that's what we're going to be seeing for the next few years. These random spastic acts of violence whenever Trump sicks his mob onto his latest target. To your point, I hope CNN is beefing up its security today because there are I hope all, so too. Yeah, there are a lot of folk in this country now and there are a number of CNN outlets across the country. There's one here in Los Angeles up on Sunset is uh, as you well know, we're heard across the station but flagshiped in LA, there's a CNN outlet very visible on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Um and so uh yeah, uh Wajahat makes a powerful point. Uh there are going to be these uh, random acts of violence. Uh, and again, I think Trump's going to make the argument that this leaked audio tape to CNN, they got it from somewhere, um, underscores once again that they are coming after him in, in a way that is unjust and unfair. As silly as that sounds to you, it does not sound silly to his audience. When we come forward, I want to probe uh, uh belief, his notion that Trump will never serve a day behind bars. Now, it's kind of hard to juxtapose uh, what Mr. Ali is saying right now. With all that you've just heard, and yet I am not sure that he's incorrect about his assumption that Donald Trump may still never serve a day behind bars. We'll get to that when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. More issues uh, with Jahad that I want to cover uh, with Jahad Ali, uh, columnist for the Daily Beast, um, between now and the top of the hour before I lose you. Um, let me go at this one first. The GOP, uh, you had some pretty... Uh, uh, insightful commentary about the way you see the future of the GOP. Um, but your comment was really about its future. Let me talk about its present. It's real time. Mm. Di- it's real time dilemma. How do the other candidates, we're talking about the Republican party, which has heretofore ostensibly been the party of law and order. They are the military party. Although I hasten to add that every president seems to increase the military budget, Democrat or Republican. We've got a military industrial complex and they're all guilty of mm. aiding and abetting it. That's another conversation for another time. But in this conversation, at this moment, we're talking about the GOP. That's, it is the party of the military. Um, it is the party of law and order. Now they have a candidate who was also a former president who they hear on tape discussing with random people at his golf club in New Jersey classified information. What do the other candidates, what does the party apparatus say or do, if anything, about this moment with Jahat? They enable him. They enable him. They make excuses for him. They they hit him lightly with uh, kids' gloves. They blame uh, the Democrats. They call us groomers in the deep state. They adopt his tactics like Ron DeSantis and everyone else. They, they sugarcoat and hide his racism to court the racists in the, in the party, like Nikki Haley is doing, like Tim Scott's doing absolutely shameful stuff done by people of color running as Republicans who have a history of discrimination that they shared about, and instead they're doubling down uh, and gaslighting all of us in order to court this base. Um, I expect the few people who actually hit back will have absolutely no traction. And like I said earlier, uh, all of these attacks that Donald Trump's done, all these revelations that show him to be a completely corrupt, uh, incompetent, 
completely narcissistic man who should be in jail has only led his base to embrace him more. But that, the gulf between him and DeSantis has grown. But that just leads to a greater uh, implosion of the party. How do you justify now or in the years to come that you all allowed a candidate to run? And uh, again, at the moment, a candidate to presumably end up being your nominee who was sharing declassi- I mean, uh, sharing classified information with random people. How do, how do you justify that? How, how, do, how does the party, and maybe this is your point, that it's going to implode anyway, but it just, again, it seems to me, uh, with Jahat, that it leads to a greater implosion if you do not, at this moment, uh, push back against this kind of behavior. They're going to do it with a straight face and a smile and a Coke. Wow. They've been doing it. They don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, the, their base lives on Earth 3. The base believes that the election was stolen by the deep state and Donald Trump wins. And because our mainstream media and all of our mainstream institutions have historically bent the knee to white rage, the mainstream institutions and media also give over their neck. Because we do have both sides to placate white rage and right-wing rage and anger, instead of everyone calling them out on their BS, we coddle them, right? We make excuses for them. We call it economic anxiety. We give them we give Chris Christie a $400,000 salary to appear on ABC News, NPR, mm-hmm. excuse, uh, you know, Mark Meadows, uh, excuse me, the, the other guy, uh, Mick Mulvaney gets paid by CBS. You know, the, the lady, Alice Farah, is on The View. Uh, we saw what happened with Cena and them courting the very same people who tried to kill their journalists, right? And thankfully that experiment failed, but we still know that they're still attached to it. So what's going to happen is the enabling and coddling of these extremists, who will only amplify their rage against us and try to destroy these institutions. That is my prediction based on the past seven years. All right, when we come forward in our remaining moments with, uh, with Jahad Ali, we will get his take on why, with all that we've been discussing in this hour and all that you've heard on that audio tape, he still believes uh, that Donald Trump is not going to spend a day behind bars. And at the moment, the data still indicates that he is the presumptive Republican nominee, never mind what you heard on that tape. Are you gobsmacked? More when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Jahad Ali on KBLA Talk 1580, columns for the Daily Beast, uh, and our guest in this hour. Um, so, Jahad, tell me why. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I want to hear it, but tell me why you believe that Donald Trump, with all of this, still may never spend a single night behind bars. Uh, we're old enough to remember Richard Nixon. Uh, we're old enough to remember that he was pardoned. We're old enough to remember that he had a very comfortable career as a diplomat, as an old statesman, you know, uh, writing books uh, and giving speeches. We're old enough to remember that it was uh, President Carter uh, and also President Ford who then uh, pretty much praised traitors and slavers. Uh, such as Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Men who literally were traitors against this country now have statues and monuments and schools named after them. He is a rich, white, former president. Uh, He is a member of the GOP. He is running for president again. And basically what they're doing is they have us in in a choke hold, right? And they're saying, listen, if you indict him, you don't know what's going to happen. If you indict him, do you know what's going to happen? These people are going to go crazy. And so the right wing is saying, hey, the people that we've uh, pretty much radicalized, we're going to unleash them or they will be unleashed. Instead, they should be saying it's maybe our job and our responsibility to articulate to our own base why this man belongs in jail. So it's like kind of the, it's one of those things where it says great country, 
It'd be a shame if you lose it. <laughs> great, great <laughs> democracy. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> yeah, that you you know you know how tragic that sounds. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you know how tragic that sounds. Do you not? Yeah, of course. And it I may, hope it, I'm wrong. It, it, I would it, love to be wrong. It makes us sound like a banana republic. I mean, we we are, we are currently bending the knee to a radicalized minority. That's the reality. It's like a Charlie Brown episode where Lucy says, I won't pick up the football, and she always does, and we fall on her butt. Mm. They're Lucy, we're Charlie Brown. Mm. Um, all right. I, don't, I'm, I'm I hope I'm wrong, though. I hope I'm wrong. No, I, I, I hope you're wrong, too. Uh, but I, as I said earlier, I, I'm not sure that you are. Um, and particularly with this judge overseeing the case uh, who was appointed by Donald Trump, Eileen Cannon. Uh, who knows mm. Who knows what, what that looks like? But um, as we say around here, it's complicated. It, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, uh, in case you've just tuned in and missed all the fireworks this hour, uh, I got to move on to hour two and hour three. But there is a tape that is out. We played it twice this hour. Ain't got time to play it again now. But there's a tape out about two minutes in length of Donald Trump uh, reading and sharing classified documents, audio tape, uh, with some random people at his golf club in New Jersey. Uh, and it is, um, it's damning in a lot of ways. Um, so if you didn't hear it in this hour, go online, turn on your television. You'll hear it somewhere. They'll be playing it all day to day and for the days to come as we move closer uh, to the trial date um, of, uh, of uh, former President Donald Trump. For now, I think uh, Jahad Ali, uh, College for the Daily Beast, Great author, uh, recovering attorney by his own admission for joining us in this hour. Uh, with Jahat, we'll do it again, my friend. All the best to you. I appreciate it, man. Take care. Stay strong. Hour two of Tavis Smiley. After news, traffic, and sports, you're listening, and we're glad about it, to KBLA Talk. 15.